Thanks for listening to the podcast of Hope Church in East Hampton, Connecticut. Our mission is to love God, love people, and serve the world. To find out more about Hope Church, be sure to check out our website at cthope.com. Well, good morning, church. Thank you uh, for joining us today. Obviously, uh, this looks kind of different this morning. Yes. We have uh, both of us here We're both today. Up here. Um, and uh, we are looking uh, forward to that. But before we get to that really quick, uh, I'm just curious, Carrie, um, it's been quite a week, uh, particularly on social media. And, uh, you know, how many times have you seen Bernie Sanders this week? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, probably more times than I can count. I, I'm joking that my favorite one right now, because I love coffee so much, is that right here in town, our, our friend Susan, who runs Eco, put a Bernie meme, you know, for her for her shop. Come down, stay yeah, warm. Totally. That was my favorite. Oh, that's great. And I actually actually thought of like maybe getting a cardboard cutout made up oh. and just having Bernie sit with us Go uh, today. Out. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, but it's true. Like we're going on social media now, we're kind of like looking for the memes. And yeah. actually my friend uh, sent me this, which I thought kind of encaptured that uh, uh, perfectly. So anyway, uh, maybe you have your uh, favorite meme and you could post that on a yes. Hope Church we site We all need somewhere. a little something, a little something light right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, listen, we are in this series called um, Rebuilding Your Broken World. Mm-hmm. And we want to kind of, we're going to cap it off today. And yeah. it's going to be you know, hopefully an encouraging um, conversation for you. But before we get into all that, I, I think we want to invite God into this conversation mm-hmm. with us. So, um, Carrie, would you open us in prayer? Absolutely. Um, well, God, we do. We, we just, we invite you into this conversation, into um, this discussion we're having around the vision of hope, around the vision that you have for your church at large. Um, and God, we just ask that you would um, give Tom and I the words we need to say for today. Um, and that for all of us, God, that you give us the, the humility to just have open ears to hear what you're saying. Um, and just to follow you in obedience. We love you and thank you for this opportunity. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, I guess we should start by introducing ourselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> My name is Tom and I'm one of the pastors here. And I'm Carrie and I am a, a teacher here at Hope. Yep. So. And uh, we're doing this. If you're new, uh, so glad that you've joined us. This isn't typically how it looks each week, but um, we just really wanted to end this series with a conversation that, again, like I said, we hope is helpful for all of you. And um, maybe I'll just start it by saying, you know, as we were thinking about how we wanted to start the year, um, it's obviously been a crazy year. And all of my intention in the beginning was saying, okay, how can we kind of see where we are as a church? Yes. And all my thoughts and in, in was going to that and energy was going into thinking around that. But then it just hit me as like, you know what? People are the church. Mm-hmm. And I know even the own wrestles I was having, all of the emotions, all the struggles, and still having, by the way, but, um, and I needed something more personal. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I feel like God led us to this, uh, this verse, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and all your strength, love your neighbor as yourself. And we've kind of taken that and looked over the past few weeks very personally. Right. But it's been tough, hasn't it? Yeah. Because I think yeah. a lot of times in our discussions, 
we've very easily kind of crossed over to the line of like how we can do this as a church. Right. And we've had to kind of keep right. pulling it. Right, back. because the church is like the big picture. It's almost like the <sighs> yep. like the people are the little Legos and we all collectively make up this bigger picture. So we're right. tr- we've been trying to pull back and say, what does it look like for at an individual level with our, with our individual personal relationships? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so now we're kind of crossing that line. Today, mm-hmm. our hope is to talk about more of the church level side of things. And I liked what you said about conversation. Yeah. Yeah. W- one thing that we really want to be intentional about this year and period is just inviting you into the conversation that we're having as leaders um, to into the processing. I know a lot of times there can be a sense of... Um, leaders you see making decisions. And then sometimes you wonder, how did we get there? Where did that come from? And and this is just our opportunity to to bring you into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in the future, we really want to be listening more to you guys, more to what your hearts are and, and how we can be as a church serving one another the best we can. And so this is just one piece of that. It is. And um, we're... I mean, I have some notes, but mostly this is going to be unscripted. Yeah. And, um, Should we cue some Jaws music? Uh, yeah. Doo-doo. We have no idea all of where this will go. The other thing I would caution, too, is we, don't, we know we don't have all the answers. Right. And um, yet we know that the church is still the hope of the world. And we believe, mm-hmm. um, you know, that God has called us. This is the expression he's called us to mm-hmm. as people in his world. And so how we're relating with others. Um, so a couple of things I wrote down as we were thinking about this, uh, what are we dealing with here? We're dealing with a pandemic mm-hmm. that has shut our world down and has frustrated and, and kind of divided people, right? Yes. Um, we're dealing with our church, Hope Church, that stopped meeting in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've continued to be the church and meet as a church, but in person we stopped. But that's been a decision that's frustrated and oh, yeah. divided yeah. people for sure, right? right. Uh, on top of that, you have a volatile political climate that has certainly frustrated and divided people. Yes. We know this. Yes. Um, and here we are kind of like as a church caught in the middle of it all. And right. oh, and by the way, we've had some leadership transitions as well, yes. which is why the two of us are uh, yeah. sitting here this morning, right? Right. So it's all these like these lines, this division and, mm-hmm. and how you just wrestle that has yeah. been really tough. And I feel like part of this conversation even is um, as a church, as you know, again, we look around at all this division and I think sometimes our reaction is to pull back and, and draw you know, hard and fast lines, dig deeper lines, um, in an attempt to, you know, stand firm in what we believe or stand firm in what we, mm-hmm. we see as the right way. But I really believe that the example of Jesus, and that's, you know, part of what we talk about loving God is we're, we're designed to live as he, as he lived and love as he loved. And God set the tone for us when he said, you know, I'm not going to wait for you to come to me. I'm not going to wait for you to be perfect. He's he's the bridge that comes all the way to us. And um, I believe he's calling us to do that as a church, as, as Hope Church and, and even outside the larger church um, to say, um, how can I meet someone on the other side of the line? How can I love someone on the other side of the line, mm. even if they don't change their political affiliation, even if they don't change their, their views that I disagree with. Um, and so I think that's part of this too is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I think let's transition because if, if you've been paying attention and if you've been at hope church 
uh, any amount of time, I think you've probably realized that we made a connection between our church's mission statement, mm-hmm. and then we've tried to make that very personal, right? So it's it's love God, mm-hmm. love people, serve the world. It's actually on the wall behind us. We post this. We don't, but we want to dive into that a little bit today more. We've looked at that personally. Now we're looking right. at that as a church. Yes. And so you even mentioned that loving people as a church. And um, I guess maybe to start off the conversation, I was reminded this morning, uh, um, we have uh, this verse that we've looked at this, I already mentioned, and we call it the great commandment. It's, it's basically love God and love others. Yep. Uh, but there's this other passage in scripture that is often called the great commission, yes. which is really an instruction to the church. And, and Jesus uh, says something like, "Go into all the world uh, and make disciples." Yes, and 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 teach, you know, uh, preach that, um, baptize people in in His name, and mm-hmm. all of, the, of that kind of thing. So that's really the love God mission for years. Yes, at the church, yeah, right? It's the same mission we're still running with that God that Jesus which doesn't gave change his disciples, right? Yeah. But how does that look at hope? And and um, one of those things, you know, we've talked about even as we as we have talked about our mission in the past at Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things that we do um, that kind of almost fall around particular points of our mission. And one was those, like the love God piece. I I very closely associate with the the gathering, the yes. gathering of God's people coming um, together to worship that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it, it goes more than just teaching. It's it's right. music and fellowship mm-hmm. and prayer and, and all of that kind of thing. Um, so again, we're not going to spend a ton of time on on this point because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things we want to talk about today. But as a church, that that expression hasn't changed and is not going right. to change. Right. Um, we've talked about though some of the things maybe in that expression, that particularly the teaching side. Mm-hmm. And I think it's maybe good for people to hear some of the things we've talked about that we want to bring kind of forward in our teaching and yes. kind of what's on our hearts. Want to talk a little bit about that maybe? Yeah. Um, and again, this is just, I think, I think at least for me coming in fresh and um, looking at this season very much as like a blank canvas almost that God is, God's saying, okay, you have this opportunity. And I know we, t- we tend to sort of look at the old things sometimes. And there's this verse that I keep thinking of that's where, where uh, God says, you know, forget the former things. Don't you see I'm doing something new? Don't you perceive it? And I think this is an opportunity for us to say, okay, what what are some of the things that God wants to do and speak specifically to Hope Church? And how can we as leaders be intentional about speaking into that? Yeah, for real. So, yeah. so one thing that we had talked about um, was even something as simple and practical as biblical literacy. Mm-hmm. We really want to, um, in how we teach, we want to make sure that we're encouraging other people to to dig in deeper. It's even part of why we've done this this go deeper. Yes, these videos that we're doing after the message um, to give people something to to encourage you to go in on your own and spend time with God, understand God's word, wrestle with it because it's not always easy. But but just being able to have the understanding to do that. On and I do own. think that's important to note. We want people to wrestle with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, we don't want people to just take what we say because it sounds good or it sounds spiritual. In fact, there's a passage in Scripture that God commends a certain group of believers in the Bible because mm-hmm. they went back, right, 
and tried to discover on their own what right. the application was for them. Yeah, there's a sense of testing everything, holding mm-hmm. on to what's good and rejecting what's evil, yeah. rejecting what's not. Because believe it or not, we may be wrong. Yeah, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, But we, that will be a both. theme, I think, even as we talk today, that we have to hold this thing that we might not have at all. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, I think another thing that we talked about, at least, again, uh, for me, I'm always thinking about is... There could be this idea in the church that um, what what I'm going to gain spiritually, that's kind of like, the, that's why I go to church. That's mm-hmm. the church's responsibility, which I think I would take a, have a different take on that. I think we have to own our spiritual walk and our journey. Yes. And the church is there and we're there to help people along in that. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a personal accountability that comes with it. So I think that that's something that when I'm teaching or thinking about that I kind of want to always emphasizes part of what we do. Absolutely. And it's partly why I think even maybe we felt disoriented during the season if we've had an expectation of of church or certain things filling that spiritual role for us, that gap for us. Um, I think this whole thing has forced us to really say, okay, God, what is, what, what does rest on me and how, how do I own that spiritual walk? Yep. So, and the other thing we talked about finally, and then we'll, we'll move, but, um, just, I know our hearts and I know our church's heart, but just thinking about the issues that we're really wrestling with today and not being afraid to speak into those. One of the things that I know is on our heart is this, just the whole social justice and mm-hmm. racial reconciliation as a church. Yes, definitely. Um, and those aren't new there. No. It's, it's, these have been, uh, you know, around for, for centuries and it's, but it's the, God calls the church to be at the forefront of that. And so we, as leaders are asking how, how do we shape the culture here at hope too? And, yeah. Be part of, of speaking be out. Be intentional about yeah, that. Yeah. What his justice is. Yes. So we're going to move, we're going to move now. So we talked about the love God piece mm-hmm. on a church level, again, high level, but you guys uh, get the sense of that. Um, I want to move to the love people mm-hmm. piece. Which is connected to loving God. I think we forget sometimes, I actually wrote down um, a verse, First John 4.20, that talks about, you know, anyone who claims to love God but hates a brother or sister is, is, is lying. It's, we can't, we can't um, love, we can't say that we love God whom we haven't seen if we're not loving our brothers and sisters that we have seen. So there's this direct connection then to loving God and then how that reflects yes. in how we love people. Totally agree. I actually wrote down a verse as well in my notes, similar. John chapter 13 says, love one another in the same way I have loved you. You love one another. Mm -hmm. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples, which is that great commission. Go make disciples. How do they know it? When we love other people, when they see the love you have for each other. Right. Um, So I want to pause here because again, I I talked about the love God piece being... um, often expressed on that Sunday morning or whenever you gather Mm -hmm. the the public gathering of God's people, right? All those things that go with it. But the love people piece we've talked about um, for years, we see something like a life group fitting into this piece. Mm -hmm. And I'll just kind of prime uh, the conversation, get your thoughts. But when I talk to life groups and life group leaders, I want to encourage them that there are vast portions of the scripture that talk about the one another's, how we ought to 
be in relationship with one another. Be devoted. I just hear some be devoted to one another, live in harmony with one another, stop passing judgment on Mm -hmm. one another, carry each other's burdens, be patient, bearing with one another, forgive each other, instruct one another, admonish one another, encourage each other, spur one another onto love and good deeds, confess your sins to each other, pray for one another. A long list, Carrie. Um, Talk about that in the context of relationships. Yeah. yeah. What that means for us. Um, I think part of the thing, the the beautiful thing about relationships is, and this is a sort of reflection that God's convicting me on lately is with, again, we go back to those lines and the boundaries and the division that we see. um, And I think relational interactions break down those lines. They break down those barriers. So, you know, recently I definitely had an, you know, back and forth with someone I know online about something I disagreed with. And, uh, then I had this moment where I had to have a face-to-face interaction with them and it just brought the humanity back. It was like, this is, I'm dealing not with an issue. I'm dealing with a person I'm dealing with somebody who, um, has a story and they have, things going on in their lives. And it allowed me to really see them beyond just that disagreement. And I think that's what life groups does for us. It allows us to, to really see each other to, you know, for me in life groups, it's, we talk about carrying each other's burdens. You have to be in a place where you can be vulnerable enough with people Mm -hmm. to be able to lay those down and be honest about your weakness and your struggle. And I think, I think life groups and relationships are where we blur those divisions because it gives us an opportunity to carry each other. Well, like you said, it it makes it all human too. Mm-hmm. There's like the 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 theory or the knowledge side, but I I believe you never grow, and you all have heard me say this before, fully into all we can be spiritually without working that spiritual relationship through other people, like like Absolutely. like being a part of that and having that back and forth and having people that you trust speak into your life. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so even when, you know, and I'm going to just park on just a couple things here because Mm -hmm. again, it's part of our hearts and that's what we're sharing today. Right. Um, one of the things that I think has been a problem for churches, it's been a problem since the beginning of time, Mm -hmm. but it rears up its ugly head over and over again in church is this, this thing that we have, there's something in between two people or a group of people that's that's just kind of pushed down and it's ignored. And even when we talk about partnering with hope, we encourage people to walk that very carefully and be healthy with that, that we are not harboring something, that mm-hmm. we're, we're being open and honest about that. And yeah, that's a difficult conversation, but there's something that kind of releases in our hearts when we're able to do that, mm-hmm. to, bury, to bear the burdens of each other and to acknowledge yeah. we all have faults and, yeah, and again, confess we, your sins and confess your sins, bring it into the open. Yeah. That's, that's a huge thing. So, so I know, so it's awesome for me when I'm in a life group and, and if you, I, I, I have to put a plug because I want to see people in groups, Yeah, but to see when some of that could come out and people are willing to speak out some of that stuff and do it in a healthy way. Yes. That's my heart. Yeah. So I think if I look back at the greatest changes where where I've been wrong and God's mm. moved my heart, it has happened not through not through someone attacking me, not through someone driving their point harder, but through relationships and through 
yeah. those, those groups where people are willing well, to walk slowly with me and let and allow me to the grace to to move. As well, I was going to say, me. I think that's been the nature of our relationship. We've known each other a long time and have been friends a long time. And there have been times we don't agree or we've had to push right. on each other. Right. And yet, you know, it's been it's been a great it's been great for me mm-hmm. because you've given me perspective maybe that yeah. I ha- wouldn't have. Without, right. Right. Without I know that. there's that verse about iron sharpening iron and it's sometimes it's a painful thing, right? When you're, mm-hmm. when, there's friction, there can be tension, but then God can use that in a, in a relationship that's, that's grounded in him. And really, all these to, years later, yeah. you're still putting up with me. Ah, well. God bless you. Um, there's a third part of our mission. Mm-hmm. Um, serve the world, touched a little bit on this last week, particularly in regards to, again, and this is the, having a servant's heart, trying to get beyond all the little tasks that we can do or the opportunities there are to serve. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, before we could even go there, which is what we need to do, it starts in our heart. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that's too where we are we're asking people to um, to look at our hearts and allow God to make a shift. Um, that it's not just yeah, like you said, it's not just an action. It's not just go and do more things. Um, what is God asking us to move right now to be able to humbly keep our hands open before Him and accept that He may actually want to rearrange things in our lives so that we're moving to serve the world the way that He wants us to. Yeah, I like that. Uh, keeping our hands open, um, but he does call us to to go and yes. to do something, mm-hmm. um, to be hands and feet. And one of the things again I, that I don't believe is going to change about our our mission is that we want to help encourage people in this area, right. and there are ways that we can do that. Um, we want to encourage people to serve the community. Um, through through glow uh, and through opportunities that we provide as the as the church global and local outreach yes. right um, we've tried really hard to establish relationships in that area that mm-hmm. we can be we we don't just support them with dollars exactly. we support them with action yes right um, spending ourselves on behalf of people not just right not just the giving right and then there's a second piece. Um, and again, right now, maybe it's not as applicable, although it, you know, it's, it will be once we are back in person, but just the serving the church piece and, mm-hmm. and some ministry opportunities there. Right. Um, but again, I want to pause and just say a couple things. I think one of the things, one of the things we're trying to do, as you said, is we have this new start. We've got, we are, we have to look at things differently. And I think We'll maybe talk about this in a bit, but if we come back to church in person, whenever mm-hmm. that date will be, and hopefully sooner rather than later, some things are going to have to shift in our mindset. Yes, absolutely. And um, it won't just be the same as it always has been because things have changed in our culture and right. we want to encourage people to think outside of that. So one of the things I think that's been a, a wrestle for me, I'm curious to hear your thoughts around it, but... um one of I think the the heartbreaks maybe if I could say that is I think for too long people have come to church with a consumer mindset and what I mean by that is we there often 
and even I could fall into this, Mm -hmm. but come in and sit and receive and get. It's really easy to do that, particularly Mm -hmm. like with one-way teaching, like on a Sunday, right? right? Oh, I know. Um, This kind of has almost further exacerbated that sense maybe because we do work. We are literally sitting and, you know, digesting a service online. But I'm concerned that we, that we, the the contribution piece is lost. Yes. And, um, and I don't know how we do that, but I feel like, I feel like it's on our hearts as a church to, to really speak into that, at least for me and to help switch some of that mindset. Right. Right. You know, if we're not, um, there's a piece of being part of that local church, being part of a, a group and sticking with that group for the long haul that allows you to serve the world in a deeper and more profound way, instead of being a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit, I think we're rooted when we are fully all in to that community and asking God, what's my part here? How do I, how do I play a part in the flourishing of this whole community? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, What's interesting is you said the long haul, mm-hmm. which seems to be an anomaly these days mm-hmm. in the church. And that's part of what I'm trying to say is I think we we have a tendency and statistics will show, and I won't bore people at this point with statistics, but people don't stay very long at churches. Mm-hmm. There's this sense of, uh, I'm not getting what I want or what I need. And again, I know there's a fine line here, but we we approach church in a lot of ways just very consumeristically like if if it's not everything that i think and really part of that problem comes down for me is the it's just preferential it's just yeah. this is my preference whereas when you're committed to the long haul um i feel like that's a healthier place to yeah. be and it also ties back into the loving people thing where we're putting we're putting others and what others might need or another people group or whatever ahead of ourselves um, realizing that it's our role to serve. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I absolutely agree. Um, so, and then okay, again, uh, before we move on, just, just mention into like Romans chapter 12, which I said really lists out and there are other places as well, just even our gifts and how we can use those to serve. And so I just want to encourage you all yeah. in this season, as we have this, this newer start or a different perspective and we've kind of stepped back is how God would have us change our hearts in response to how we serve our, even our church. Right. 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 Um, and part of that I think is um, recognizing that the, the places Michelle talked about this a little bit, even with the very simple thing of, okay, when she feels a lock, a, a lack or loss in her own life, how, how does that give her a sign of how to turn around and be that to someone else? And the same, I think, is true in the church. Sometimes when we see things we're frustrated by or we're critical of, sometimes it, you know the enemy wants to twist that and create division, but God is saying this is an mm. opportunity for you to use your gifts and what you're seeing and speak into that lack, mm-hmm. speak into that, um, and, and be part of the change that you know God wants to see there. Right. So th- I think that can just be one way to flip it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Talking about Romans 12 too, one one thing that has really stuck out to me, and this is shifting a little bit just to um, maybe the, the larger, the larger vision as we're moving out as a church, you know, Romans 12 says, do not be conformed to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I guess maybe what I'm seeing a lot in the church right now in my own heart and in others is kind of this sense of, um, 
we're aware of so many things that are wrong, but our tendency is to kind of point to everyone else and, and, and say, this is why this is wrong. And this is person is to blame. Um, and there's so many things I look at, you know, things like the massive poverty that exists right now in the world, um, or even, even events that have happened recently, like the, the attack on the Capitol that we just look at that and, and think, um, that was wrong. It should not have happened. How did we get here? And I think sometimes we almost have this helpless attitude of, I don't know how that happened. It's got to be someone else. And I think what God is showing me is um, culture is not inevitable. We all play a part in in the, the direction of, cult, of culture. And we can see that very clearly, again, when we pull back and we looked at ourselves, our families, we can see how we're shaping the culture in our families, in our homes, in our workplaces. Um, but the truth is that if we aren't willing to recognize that we are part of the larger issues going on in the world. And if we don't ask God humbly where we are, where we need to change as individuals and and as a church, um, then we're going to be missing running with full force that race that God's called us to. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And calling it out and and calling it out, I think is something, I don't know that the church has done well mm -hmm. when, when it, you know, maybe played it safe. And I've been one, I think even at times to play it safe and, I know our heart is when we see the injustice, when we see those things that are wrong, um, we need to call it out and then ask God, you know, where we step into that. Right. You know? Right. So I, I guess that's a, yeah, it's a great transition as to how we kind of want to kind of end our time, yeah. however long this goes, but thought it would be good um, to just kind of really make it personal for us and talk about our hearts yes. um, and where's kind of our vision as pastors and teachers mm-hmm. right now. Um, what's the mark that we want to make in this season? Mm. Uh, and I also wrote down this verse here because we've, ta- we've used this image of maybe a storm that has swept through and kind of taken our house right out. And we've kind of had to have this rebuild. Um, And there's this passage in Ephesians chapter two um, that uses that kind of that same imagery, Mm -hmm. but he's talking about the church and it says, so now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. That's a church Mm -hmm. together. We're his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. And we are carefully joined together in him, uh, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. So all of that imagery and mm-hmm. there's so much, even that, you know, the joining together, the, right. the putting together of all those pieces of building God's house. Um, that was a really just powerful scripture yeah, and, that want to see how that plays out for hope in, in 2021 and in years beyond. But, um, so I would love to share, and I would love for you to share maybe some of our heart for Hope Church, things that we'd like to see, not even that we have this perfect plan for making it all happen, but uh, things that, um, are focuses for us. And I'll start with one for me and I've already mentioned it. I really want to see people get connected to other people. If you know me at all, I think that's just one of the things that makes my heart beat. And it really comes out to just getting around a group of people like a life group that is going to 
I, I believe it has the power to radically change your life because it, it takes humility and it takes commitment and all of these things that that are just to me non-negotiables. So for me, one of my hearts, uh, my heart, one of those things is to is to see life group people really take that seriously get connected and pursue that. And I want to think through even how we approach that and what that looks like for people. And, um, so I don't know, that's one for me. How about for you? Anything come to mind? Um, so one thing, and this is part of it is, is I think I want hope to be a culture that listens well, that hears another perspective well, and, um, and that goes along with the, the biblical literacy and the critical thinking. I, I think um, mm-hmm. God has called us to, um, what is the, the verse, be as uh, shrewd as... Yeah. Uh, was it wise as yes. ser- serpents and har- harmful? Well, how is that? Oh yeah. my gosh, right. We'll have to look that <laughs> <laughs> But this idea that um, I, I believe that we are meant to be critical thinkers um, and to be able to see other perspectives and live in the tension. I think that's one thing that I want to see the church do better is um, we we make everything so clearly black or white. And I think God is right here. There's a lot of, it seems messy and it seems gray, um, but teaching teaching the church to um, to follow God in the tension. I think that's one of my big hearts. Oh, yeah. I can't agree more. I, there's this great author who I think wrote this book called Gray Faith, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good book. You should okay. check You should I check will. that. <laughs> right after I check that Bible verse that I, <laughs> that I screwed up. That we just uh, slaughtered, yeah. Um, you know I, know, I know another thing that happens that's not always visible happening behind the scenes, though, is just I know it's our heart and our elders' heart to build into leadership here at this church, yes. to bring on more elders at mm-hmm. Hope Church, um, because we need different perspectives. We need mm-hmm. different voices. We need younger voices. Um, and so that's something that we've actively been pursuing and, mm-hmm. and thinking through and certainly a heart. Um, well, and the discipleship piece goes along with that. You know, what, yeah. no matter what your age, God is calling us all to to make disciples, which means we're growing ourselves, but then we're also reaching out. And what does that look like? And how do we own that more? I, I think for myself, even I'm asking, yeah. what does it look like to see people around me that I can disciple, that I can lead, that, yep. you know, so yeah. that's a huge thing. Um, I think one of the, the things that churches don't always do well well, we know they don't always do well is sometimes things just take on a life of their own and things stick around longer mm-hmm. than they should. Yes. So being able to identify where God is moving, like what we have traction with and yes. going there. But at the same time, even if this other thing is is good in and of itself, but we're not seeing traction there, that we have the wisdom mm-hmm. to just eliminate it and to try new things yes. and new strategies, right? Um, and it's very creative. I think there's actually, I think God throughout the decades, throughout the generations, um, the imprint of the church has has looked different. And I, I think that just speaks to who God is and his ability to, um, I think sometimes we look at, we have a hard time letting go of things and we kind of react. But if we're always reacting, then we're not able to embrace mm-hmm. what God's doing um, mm-hmm. in this season. So it's just encouraging to hear you talk about letting go of things and letting God almost like chisel Yep. What needs to stay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so one of those things that 
I, is not going away is because you say, talk about looking differently is, mm-hmm. is digital online yeah. church. And I love to sit here for just a minute and talk about that. So it's really interesting how this, this played out because we had planned to go this direction already and then COVID mm-hmm. hit and we were forced in that direction right. quick. But one of the things that, um, that we know is, is this is, this is not just kind of like a nice thing to do. It's not like, um, kind of a side door where people sneak in. Uh, I'm operating out of the fact that this is actually a front door for the church now, yeah. um, that yeah. people before they ever step foot in a building, are going to be checking you out online. And mm-hmm. so that's something that's that's going to stay and we're going to put time, energy, and resources right. into that. Um, I think another thing that we're going to see on the flip side of this whole pandemic is the truth of the matter is church attendance has been declining for years. And I think this is almost going to put a punctuation mark on that um, mm-hmm. because on the flip side, those who maybe kind of were fringe probably aren't coming back. And I just want to kind of own that as a church at the same time. That doesn't mean they love God even any less. It just it forces us to think, how are we going to connect right. with all, with those people? Exactly. And, and allowing grace for, you know, if it works better for your family to be watching online as opposed to coming in yes. person. yes. That's that's okay, and that want to you know and goes along with that idea of we're not going to make everyone come to us and where we are. We're going to say where are you and how can we meet you there. Exactly, that's the big picture there. The other thing that I think that it's really shown us is the church is not a building; Mm -hmm. it's it is people. Kind of going back to what we started out with that we've got to stop relying on yeah, like you said, people coming to this place. Right, right. Uh, The church is is a lot bigger than that. So we're going to wrap up. and as we do, I would. The, this is the verse that came to my mind this week, and it was Jesus is talking to Peter, and he says, "Peter, on this rock I will build my church, mm-hmm. and the powers of hell won't prevail against it." Which tells me one thing: mm-hmm. the church still has a mission, yes, and it still is a place. It ought to be a place of hope mm-hmm. and healing yes. in the world, right? Yeah, and that God ultimately is the architect; He's the builder. He owns it and um, resting in that power of, of that knowledge as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I will say open hands. Uh, you said that before. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's my posture. Again, talking about my heart is I, I just need to have open hands. God, what are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to teach our church? Being yes. open and aware of that. Not holding on to anything too tightly. Yes. And then I think the other thing he's teaching me is to walk in confidence of how he's wired me mm-hmm. and how he's made me, which is a daily struggle more than anyone knows. But that's, again, what I want to do and what I hope to be able to bring as we go forward. Yeah, absolutely. At the church. How about for you? Any per- kind of personal lessons that you've been taking these days? And even as kind of, again, a new teacher here at Hope, what yeah. are the things that you're thinking about? Yeah. Um, well, one, that God is God is faithful um, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think so much of my journey as a growing up in the church, I felt like, you know, I've got to do things perfectly so that God blesses what I'm doing or that I, you know, get to the right place at the right time and just recognizing um, God is working regardless. God, God is faithful. God is going to bring what he needs, um, but we get to partner and we get to be obedient in that. Um, and 
I think too, just again, if we're talking personal coming out of this crazy season, um, you know, where I just felt like I've had a lot less time to, um, my, the way that I've been encountering God has changed so much. Um, but I'm finding that God is still there, that he's still meeting me. Um, so that's just a little, maybe encouragement for, um, in this new season yeah, for all of us. Carrie, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your friendship. I'm excited for what you bring to our church. I am, I'm really optimistic together that um, God is going to lead us, that Hope Church can mm-hmm. be a light in this community, um, and that as crazy as it sounds, we have you know a voice to speak into that, and I yes. want to just, I'm just really excited that we have that opportunity. Absolutely. So, so thanks for doing this with me, and I hope this has been helpful for you a little bit to hear our hearts. Yeah. Um, we're going to stay connected. One of the ways we're talking about being connected really soon is just actually having these gatherings for uh, different uh, different types of gatherings online for people in our church to be able to just talk, like you said, to have yes. that open line of communication. Listen, yep. Hear your hearts. I think that's um, that relational piece is very important to me, just to be able to listen better. Yep. Um, and and I know because I've been on the other side of, of this where sometimes you sit and you listen to a vision, vision message and you're like... I don't know where I fit into this. I don't see myself in this vision. And I think that that conversation, we want this to be a dialogue and not just us talking. So it gives us a chance to hear your hearts, to hear where you're, you know, wanting, wanting to see, um, God move and where you see needs in, in yourself and in your community. So yeah, I'm excited about that. And hopefully, you know, sooner rather than later, that will be in person. Uh, our elders have talked at length week to week. Um, and we just want to do the best that we can, um, and, and to be safe for all and to Mm -hmm. be a place, um, that again, that just is going to lift up Jesus and all that we do. So uh, as we finish, I'll just pray us out maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to say too, next week is going to be a little different. We're going to be, Mm -hmm. um, doing a, a more of a worship service and, I feel like it really kind of sums up all of what we've been talking yes. about here today. Yes. What Tom said, we're keeping our hands open. And this this next week that we're moving into is an opportunity for us all to say, breathe and let God say, what What do I want to rearrange in your heart? What do I want to rearrange in hope? And I think it's a tangible opportunity for us to take that pause and yep. surrender to him. So. Yeah. And we're going to do communion as well. And yes. so we'll have you get, gather your own elements and we'll just take that together and, yeah. um, it'd just be a good, yeah, a good time of worship for us. Yeah. Hearts. So I'm excited so. about that. Awesome. Well, let me pray. God, thank you for this, for this time. I pray that you would encourage the people of Hope Church, uh, that you would encourage those who are listening, even in our community. God, we want to be a place of hope and healing for all people. Show us what that looks like in these days. Uh, let us be on guard for um, wrong ways of thinking or or um, old ways of thinking, Lord, that you're asking us to make new, to transform. Um, and so we want to have open hearts and open hands to that. I And I'm going to start with myself. God, I pray that you would help me in all my weakness and all my struggles. And for all the people here who know me, just all the, all the things uh, that I could even get hung up on that I don't want to, I don't want that to happen for me, God. So may it start in my heart uh, as I seek uh, to, to love, uh, to love you and to love others well in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.